Infinite ammo. That's what, that's how I'm gonna start. In the background, and you said you said I'll mute it, and then someone next to me loaded in and switched guns. So I heard I'll mute it. Chunk chunk. <laughs> that's how I'm gonna start. Dom wanting me to eat my dog for some reason. Hey, hey, look, I, that is some shit that like Arian would say though if he was here. I'm not Chinese. You shouldn't. That's kill that's it? Michael. That's Michael <laughs> like, Vickworthy. Oh my like god. Like Arian would say, like kill it. <laughs> kill it. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. But uh, Mr. shout out to Arian, by the way. <laughs> yeah, that's live too. So he knows he eats dogs. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I'm not the one that's gonna be hosting this one. Yeah, I, I'm. I got this. No, it's El Brando. Yeah. All right, everybody, good. Yeah. No dogs. Yeah. No lunch breaks. No um pee breaks. No good. All right, good. All right, let's go. No, no nutting breaks. <laughs> I mean, it's non-stop nut November. If you're not nutting right now, what's fucking wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> alrighty, alrighty. Um, we're live, right, Ren? We're good? Yep, we're we recording. are. Oh, shit, we're live. I was going to say the gamer word. <laughs> okay. Greetings, ladies and gentlemen, monsters. I am your host, Sir Brandel, Immortal Brandel, the black man, as Derek like to call me. Ooh. I am joined by these interesting individuals here. Um, Dom, introduce yourself first. Hi, I'm I'm a white man. Okay, uh, <laughs> renegade operative, Gade, introduce yourself. Hi, I'm a black man. Um. <laughs> 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 Nazi Chan? Oh, wait. Hi, um, I'm Nas, and I am three anime schoolgirls in a trench coat. Oh, okay, you're stacked higher than like a hall of midges. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, Dr. Blo uh, Blue? Blue? Blood? Dr. Blue, yeah, that's me. Um, I'm the British man. Fucking <laughs> no, you ain't, you fucking wank. <laughs> <laughs> this call's already great. Uh, yeah. yeah. No, that's how um, it goes. Alright. Today's discussion is about um cross generation gaming and the uh, potential it has. And um yeah, let's go on with it. Who's the real number one? I could read it. Hurry up. Uh, let's start off by asking, how do you feel about the premise of cross-gen gaming? This occurs when a new console comes out, and the previous console has the same type of game distributed or supported, um, some, with some potential downgrades or upgrades for the next gen. Uh, so to kind of start off with that, uh, we saw a lot of this on the previous gen, where we had, uh, or even like in this current gen, we had a bunch of stuff on PS3 coming out, and it was like, you know, 30 FPS, 720p, but then if you went to get it on the uh, next gen, it was 1080p, 60 FPS, and I think in some cases they may have had exclusive content. Um, one other thing to point out, too, and, and I know there's a kind of a question later on it a little bit. Um, one of the Call of Duty games, I think it was Ghosts, uh, they had it where... If you had the PS3 disc, but then ended up buying the PS4, you could buy, like, a digital code. 
and uh, use the PS3 disc on the PS4 to like <laughs> play that the PS4 yeah. version of the game. Battlefield so. 4, Assassin's Creed 4, and um, two other games I can think of actually did that program as well. I yeah, tried doing I it with EC4, but I don't think it works anymore. But anyway. yeah, I don't I don't know exactly how it worked, but like that was kind of a weird premise too. So. <laughs> I mean, that one sounds a lot better than some of the other ones. I mean, when Shadow of Mordor came out on PS3, like, the draw distance was, like, Silent Hill 1 on the PSX, like, you know? Ooh. Like, have you guys seen the, the screenshots of the statue of Sauron? Because it literally looks like a freaking uh, Tekken 1 character. <laughs> no, we like, haven't, actually. That would be yeah, quite hang, hilarious. Hold up. Keep talking. I'll find it. Okay, cool. Um, I, I want to sort of say, like, I do like the premise because you don't want to leave out those legacy users. You want those people to be fully adopted to still getting games while still making money on this system before you end the life cycle. So um, I do like that premise, but I do feel like, and it's questions later in the document that sort of correlates to the same opinion. I do feel like you do need to move on to really utilize like the full tech of next gen. If you're developing between two systems, you're obviously going to be busy doing both. And this might be like just a big hurdle in development because like I said, you're developing on two different sort of things. I don't think they really capitalized on uh, doing both without having some sacrifice. Yeah, I actually agree a lot with that um, because if you are playing, let's say on the Xbox 360 compared to the Xbox One, if your Xbox One version of the game has some like amazing features um, that they want to squeeze into the game but they simply can't do on the Xbox 360, it, it makes a big difference especially in like you know online games and as you said it is a massive hurdle for developers to kind of code around that um so maybe like i think an alternative solution would be like maybe just people can get like a discount on the next um like generational console if they trade in their old one or something um but like cross-gen gaming it, it's it's tough to work around what about like um I don't know if this is later in the doc, but what about like just delaying the game that's about to come out on the P like say like in this generation, so PS4 and Xbox One onto the next gen for like Scarlet and PS5. So I so I'm gonna say like so I've actually uh, done I I dropped out, but I was taking a course on uh, on video game production and it included marketing and a lot of the business side of things, basically. Every day you wait after a game goes gold is lost money, basically. So when a game goes gold and they send it off to be approved, uh, it needs to be dropped as, as soon as they can. And even then, uh, once you have made the game go gold, if you wait to send it off, then you've got a bunch of developers sitting on their thumbs because if the application comes back denied and you can't publish it, then you need to pull people off of what you've just moved them on and... You know what I mean? Put so, back so in. yeah, you you can't, you can't really just sit on your hands on that one. Uh, so like, yeah. Hmm. Honestly, and and from like the whole premise of cross generational things, it's not a bad idea. But I think that this past generational change was the worst one to do it on, just because the PlayStation Three um, was kind of really awful to design on because of the architecture um it just it absolutely nonsensical compared to say the 360 and 
and the even the Wii U had had more sense to it. Um, but this generation coming up, most of the consoles are basically just miniature PCs. So if anything, I think coming up, you might not even need to upgrade your console, like if they do it correctly. Like, I mean, we've already seen it like with the PS4 Pro and Slim and all these other versions. I mean, the PS5 is just basically going to be a stronger computer. So they'd be within their thing, just make things, if anything, forward compatible. Like you could put a PS5 disc in a PS4 and it runs at a lower spec. Like that'd be how I would say they should do it. But that's but I don't uh, know the specs. Are. In that case, then they shouldn't make the PS5 because um that that they'll be bleeding money at that point. So there's no point on the next generation console if you're gonna play the same game but lower spec, you know. Uh, well, uh, why why, the, why um, did people buy the PS4 Pro? Well, the PS4 Pro is an optional thing, really. You don't have to buy it. No, and plus it's the same ecosystem versus a new system. Just so like yeah. saying like it should have a PS4 game be played on the PS3. You know that that's not um plausible. Uh, yeah, so I, I was my... also going to say uh, re really quick, too, on, on that premise. Uh, I think that might be a little bit hampered just because, if I'm not mistaken, both the PS5 and Scarlet are going, going to feature RTX technology. Mm. So that's probably going to be an issue, especially if there's going to be like applications that take advantage of that. Yeah, it'd uh, be, be like... I mean, like I said, they're, they're basically, the way they're built is they're miniature computers, essentially. And if I've got a lower-spec PC, I can still run Grand Theft Auto V. It'll just kind of run a little bit like ass in places, you know? Like, if I want it to not run like ass, then I go out and I buy a new graphics card, power supply, whatever I need. They'd be the equivalent of, oh, this game doesn't run very well on my PS4, and I'm not willing to deal with that. I'll go buy a PS5. You know, I mean, that's where I'm coming is, from. So the PC is more open platform versus consoles is a closed platform. Yeah. It's not yeah. possible to do the same, you know, um, behind the scene type shit with um to both platforms. Yeah, it's in like, that case, then I should be I should be able to use an Xbox game disc on a PS4. You know, I mean, that's it's not what possible. I'm saying, but all right. Um, I'm sorry, but uh, that's the pressure I'm getting. If that's um, the case, you know, no, like. But basically, like the point is, if you think about it, like the the each console is like a pre-built PC essentially, mm. and the, but the only difference between an Xbox and a PlayStation is that the disc format they read is different. That's the only difference. I I do agree. That's like real quick, Dom. Uh, yeah. I do agree. Like this is one of the cool things about the Xbox is that you can use like previously established discs if you own it to get a key for a certain game. But I, I do also think that as much as architecture and things increase in the future to get better, there are going to be those platforms where it's going to be not developed with like last generation tech in mind. So they're going to have to either say, oh, we're going to focus on the new console or as we develop things more, maybe we should adapt things like emulation because we're not focused on like backwards tech in terms of yeah. going forward. I was going to say really quick, if I'm not mistaken, Sony was interested in doing something like that at one point, where after a certain point they would stop releasing consoles and just do incremental upgrades. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, that'd be but, the ideal thing to do. I mean, consoles are sold at loss anyway. I also think uh, they're... One of the things they can do to fix and remedy stuff like this is to try to make all of their sort of storefronts, you know, unique and good. 
and you know not bad because I don't like <laughs> I don't like PS2 to PS4 at all. I, I think that was a wasted opportunity to be honest. So anyone honestly, else? Well, I mean honestly the fucking real answer is to just just make all the consoles just PCs honestly. Like I'm not like I know that sounds like a meme but honestly like if you think about it like on a PC I I can load up a game on my PC from 1995 and it'll run just fine. You know? Yeah, well the thing is a lot of reasons why um you know not not you know most people but at least some uh you know their parents get them you know an Xbox or a PS4 um partly because obviously they don't know what good PCs to get or whatever um mm. but also cuz it's you know it's a it's an affordable option um that can run most games cuz on on PC sometimes you'll have like you know about a million issues running things or uh, you know some games you you know you'll need to upgrade your PC and the Xbox pretty much runs just about any, everything. Yeah. Um, and normally when you know the game crashes, it's because of bad code or something like that. Um, and so although it would be like you know the ideal world, everyone would have you know the PCs. Um, a lot some people just can't afford it because I mean I don't know my PC uh, for instance was like you know fifteen hundred. Um, my Xbox was only one hundred and fifty. Oh. So it's it's that price point that just makes it uh, so much easier for me to have an Xbox, play an Xbox, or do whatever, rather than do everything on PC. I, I I didn't mean replace Xbox with PC. I mean like treat the consoles like PCs, like the incremental upgrades things someone brought up. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. let's move on to right. number two. Yeah, mm -hmm. I want to read on number two. Uh, let's see. Hold on. I'll read it. So. With the PS5 coming out during holiday 2020, is there any PS4 exclusive that you would love to see remastered for the PS5? Ooh, mm, um, there's a lot. It's, Bloodborne. Yeah, this one for me. Yeah, Bloodborne would be one though, but I want God of War to be remastered because I want the game to have a higher frame rate than um than 30 on base because mm. I cannot stand playing God of War in 30 FPS because it's not valuable, <laughs> especially on a console. So I, that's why I brought a pro. <laughs> yeah, I would love to have a pro for that reason. I cannot. Yeah. No, God of War is thirty. I can't do that. I'm, I'm nitpicking. Yes. Do I care? No. <laughs> that's pretty much straightforward. Uh, yeah, like I said, Bloodborne, Spider Man. I think they had a presentation of Spider Man uh, showing off the you know capabilities of what Spider Man can do on the PS5 with like 8K and all that shit, uh, SSDs, faster loading times. So it, it could really utilize like some of the benefits from the forward compatibility, like the SSDs. The the thing with um, like the ports and stuff, it's like. I like yeah I would agree with some of those suggestions especially like Spider-Man Spider-Man was pretty enjoyable or even like Bloodborne I would love to be able to play Bloodborne at 60 FPS cuz that game really could use that um the thing with that stuff is like when uh when we start talking about like backwards compatibility and um delving into that like there is that potential that like Oh, that stuff can it, it's backwards compatible and they're not going to remaster it or we'll get into a similar situation with like uh the xbox one where they would announce that something was backwards compatible uh, backwards compatible but then they later down the line like with dark souls one they announced the remaster so it's like you know what i mean it's like yeah. you can play both and it's like well, why <laughs> yeah. uh and then also just 
one other thing too like the uh i think ren you brought up the ssd mm -hmm. um the ssd i feel as though it's a little bit of a moot point because i know they keep like like touting this and like hyping this thing up for the ps5 but if you purchase an ssd um for your ps4 at least and upgrade your ps4 with uh you know like a one or two or even a going up to a four terabyte ssd uh you could still take advantage of that on your ps4 or hell even if you uh do the max on ps3 which is a one terabyte uh i use a solid state hybrid drive on my ps3 and i'll have some performance advantages like that um it's just a matter of what the hardware will uh, cap that drive at, per se. And but otherwise, it's like you can still take advantage of it. Yeah, and I want to say on the on the topic of uh, remasters, I'd honestly rather they don't bother remastering and just do basically what they did for the PS4 Pro when that came out. Basically, games that came out before the Pro, if the developers wanted to, they released a patch that enabled higher resolution textures and uh, faster load times and like basically have to take advantage of the more powerful stuff inside the pro i'd rather they just do that essentially pull like what microsoft does with the backwards compatibility with yeah. the original xbox and 360. yeah I, I, I see that working if you already own the game then just pop it in or download it if it's on no digital then there you go yeah the game yeah, now, the only issue with that is the way they do backwards compatibility so if the playstation 4 discs have the same format as ps5 discs and the PS5 is not too different from the PS5, then PS4 discs should all run fine. But if they don't do that and they want to change everything, then they need to basically build a PS4 into the guts of the PS5 and double the price, or which will once again will let it run everything, or they do the way Microsoft did it and put an emulator in that won't run on every game. So that's part of what I was saying before with the whole formatting thing, the formats being the same. Mm. So, like, backwards compatibility is always kind of a gamble, but I, th I think it's always superior to just a remaster, because then you got to buy the game again. It's like, fuck, man. I, I, I paid, like, 50 or $60 for these games. You already pocketed money off of me. Can I please just replay them whenever I see fit? That's yeah. why I like the disc thing so much, because it's very convenient. Yeah, exactly. Although, um, the, like, thing with uh, that like the remaster side of things sometimes like the remasters will include extra content and better performance so yeah i would say it's double-edged yeah that's well, true. how well they handle it and, and sometimes remasters completely fucking blow you know like it's uh like the silent hill the, the silent hill remasters we uh, don't talk about that yeah exactly <laughs> yeah. exactly it's it's yeah. such a bad example that it like it just poisoned the entire well although yeah. i i'm going um, be in their fence for a second though. They didn't even have the original source code, so yeah, they, they were fucked from, from yeah, the beginning. But I mean, you don't need the source code if you make your console backwards compatible. <laughs> one um one game I'd love to see remastered. I don't know if it's PS4 exclusive, but I know it's PlayStation, so it might be PS3. Um, but uh, Heavy Rain remastered, I think, would look really good, especially mm -hmm. after seeing like how good uh, Detroit Become Human looked. Because um, I haven't played Detroit Become Human, but I have played... Uh, oh, boy! Heavy, <laughs> Heavy Rain is on PS4, by the way. Yeah, it is. It's on PS4? Yeah, yeah they well, remastered yeah, it. It came out on PS3, but they remastered it. Oh, they remastered it already? Yeah. Man, if you yeah, man, if you played Detroit, you would say otherwise. Oh, boy. Well, it, it looks really good, like, graphical-wise. I've not played the game. Is it bad? 
it is really bad. I did an entire Let's Play of it, and oh god, it was it it reached parody how bad it was. Like your 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 two choices for the black character are be MLK or Malcolm X. And if you play MLK, you die. If you play Malcolm X, either you kill all the humans or everything turns out just fine after a race war. It's ridiculous. Whoa, <laughs> that game sounds ridiculous. Oh my god, it's so dumb. But uh, well, yeah, I mean, it's... you're in Detroit, so <laughs> okay, so everyone in the ghetto you go in Detroit. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I, okay. I, I want to I take the second to speak about remasters in general. You know what? They, they, they need to remaster the lost Persona games. The, the Persona 1, Persona 2, and Persona 2 2. Because <laughs> those games, nobody has played those games. And you, they are impossible to play in, in, in the modern day because they were... Oh, God, they, they, they are awful. They are awful, like, gameplay-wise, but story-wise and mechanically, they're pretty good. You can play the PSP versions, though, but that's something if you're willing to go get a PSP or play the emulated versions. Yeah, like, but, like, I, 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 I want to see them remastered to be more like Persona 5 or at least Persona 3. I'm trying to think what... No, it might not have been Persona. I know there was, like, something on PlayStation 1 Classics that was uh, SMT-related. It might have been, um, oh god, the SMT one that became a meme. The one that had Dante from Devil May Cry in it. Uh, no, I'm, I'm not talking about Nocturne. I'm, that's that's PS2 classics. I'm talking about PS2 Oh, all oh, right. Sorry. sorry, I thought I heard PS2. My bad. No, that's good. An old PS2 game that does really desperately need a remaster, though, is uh, The Warriors. I don't know if you ever played that. The Warriors? Uh, yeah, there's, there's, obviously there's the film, but they uh, Rockstar Games made a, made a game of it, and it was really, yeah. really good. I it's think unlikely it's... Rockstar is going to remaster the old properties because uh, if it's not GTA Online and microtransactions, I know I'm beating that horse here, but if it's not those things, they ain't gonna bother. They did a weird like choice with the LA Noir remaster, right? Yeah, yeah, because yeah, that, that was super weird. Oh no, this game looks weird, they, did, they did LA Nardo, but not Max Payne Three. Yeah, I'm like, I, I would want to play Max Payne 3 with, like, the current multiplayer and online. Mm. Come on. I mean, I think the main reason they did it is because L.A. Noir has a lot of groundswell, but nobody bought it. Or, sorry, not enough people bought it to pay back the sheer amount of money they dumped into it. Yeah, yeah I, I heard um, it was a failure. Yeah, Max Payne 3 was pretty much so at a loss when the development wrapped up. So, I think, I think like, honestly, once they're done making their money back from L.A. Noir, maybe they'll start doing Max Payne 3. Hopefully, because it's Max Payne 3 is like one of their best shooters, and it will be just unfortunate to not go back to it in some capacity. Oh man, someone's gonna fight you for that. Not me, but someone's gonna fight you for that. It's, I mean, there is flaws. I think the story is not as great as the first two, but the gameplay is pretty tight. I've never been a big fan of Max Payne, but I've, I've heard good things. I've also heard bad things. I, I don't blame you. Like, different strokes for different folks. That's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, so we're moving on to number three? Yeah, I'll, I'll read it if you want. Alright. Go right ahead. Do you think that there's truth to the statement that the last gen holds back cross-gen to a certain extent? One of the producers from The Witcher 3 mentioned that The Witcher 3 is so large and everything we wanted to put inside it, there's just no way we could run on current-gen technology. Do I agree? Do we agree or disagree on this? Um, well, just, to kick, just to kick this off, I want to say that I completely disagree because they proved themselves completely wrong by putting Witcher 3 on the Switch. That's kind of an um, interesting tidbit there because um, technology is going to evolve over time, though. So 
I imagine if someone gets over ambitious, though, obviously current technology won't fit their current mindset. So you I mean, to the next thing. That, I mean, that's, Moore's that's law. Every single generation of consoles. Yeah, but I mean, Moore's law kind of disproves that, though. The concept that each technological jump is smaller and smaller. Like, if you see the, the jump from PlayStation 1 to PlayStation 2 versus the jump from PlayStation 2 to PlayStation 3, it's, it's like half, and so on and so on. Eventually, we'll get to the point where a new console will come out and we'll barely be able to tell the difference, which I think is why Sony wants to do that incremental upgrade thing they were talking about. Like, like and then, and then like I said like before, like they, they put Witcher 3 on the Switch, and the Switch is, like, puny compared to, like, what what the Witcher Three is traditionally on? They did have cut back some stuff for the Switch version, if I remember correctly. So that's yeah. one thing to consider as well. Yeah, I mean, it still fit though. Like, like under like with with Moore's law in effect, like next generation, it'll be even less of a of a jump. Hmm. I, I do think that there are those last gen titles that are. You could definitely see the downgrades within. Uh, I think one of them is Evil Within 1, where you can clearly tell, like, after playing the PS4 version that the PS3 version had to be compromised. There was no, uh, really correct rain effects in the beginning of the game, from what I saw. So, you see it raining and you don't see your main character get wet or anything like that, which is kind of strange. I, I just think, uh, it's funny, I heard this in another podcast, but someone equated last gen cross-gen games to uh you know getting like a toilet sandwich in the hood it's like you know you gotta take what you can get you're quite hungry and it's like sandwich in the hood. <laughs> i mean the playstation 3 kind of blew though like you know the playstation 3 had really bad architectures so if they're designing for the ps4 they're not gonna like was there an xbox 360 version of evil within i think it there was. was there was yeah. there was both versions Okay, so like I want to, I kind of want to know like how the Xbox 360 version did because the Xbox 360 had a lot more traditional architecture. So I'm wondering if that version actually has those rain effects and the stuff that the PlayStation 3 version couldn't do. I definitely well, think the stuttering has to be like there's a lot of stuttering in that version from what I saw with the PS3. So I'm assuming mm -hmm. that's eliminated for Xbox. Yeah, I like, doubt it because um, they traded um, both versions as equal as possible. They do. Either wow. you get the PS4 or Xbox One version, or don't even bother playing the game, or of course yeah. all the PC as well. Well, yeah. I mean, I, I think I think as you say, and like treat them equally is is kind of a, a false equivalence because, like I said, like Xbox Xbox 360, like it's because it's traditional architecture instead of the weird shit that PS3 tried to do is way easier to develop for. So, like, you, if, all you got to do I, is, I didn't is look deny like, that at all, but things oh, oh, sorry, like, so I didn't. Yeah, I mean, all you got to do I'm is not, look I wasn't, those things. Yeah, I wasn't denying that at all, though. But that's yeah. just one. Of, point out that there are some cases where the PS3 version was better than the 360. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantasy 13 is one example of that, but... It varies on the uh, developer, because I know, like, uh, certain developers were, like, more keen on developing for the PS3, because they ended up, like, really learning how to develop. Yeah, like, let's look at, let's look at from, a, say, a first-party standpoint. Let's look at, um, like, say, Naughty Dog versus, um, what, um, what developer, um, Microsoft owned at the time. Like, uh... 343, I guess, or no, not 343. Uh, War developed the Gears games for them. Uh, like, the Coalition? You, you could argue that Uncharted games look better than some of the, if not all the Gears games at the same generation. Because um, Naughty Dog was able was able to yeah. take the time and learn the architecture. So, yeah, the so, so, by a mile was stronger than the Xbox 360, but it was harder to develop for. 
versus yeah. you know being easier and lighter and whatnot. No, oh, absolutely. So like, if developers really wanted to, they can make one heck of a game. Heck, heck Metal Gear Solid Four is an example of that. That game would not be viable on their sixty, although that's debatable. Debatable, of course. Yeah, it, it's and the difference it's between being really good with colored pencils and being really good with paint. Both yeah. can make something look really good, but paint's always going to look better. If you, but it's really hit harder to do. Um, I do have to go now because it's getting quite late. It's fun. Um, you have actual. Go ahead, actual yourself. Yeah. Like socials and whatnot. Plug your uh, content, yeah, guys. If you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Doctor Blue uh, with two O's, and uh, same on YouTube as well. Um, thanks for having me, guys. Hopefully, I'll have uh, kind of more to say next time. I know I didn't say that much this time. For sure. It's, uh, thanks for coming on. I will see you when I see you. Yeah, they, they did put Witcher 3 on Switch. It runs like fucking ass, uh, from what I've been told, but they did do it, so... Yeah. Weirdly enough, though, the game, the game technically, in theory, can run at 60 FPS on the Switch because it's based off the PC port. Because, you know, I, that makes sense because given it's a Switch, though, they had like very, very much customized the, the game to actually make it run, so I guess you know, mm. PC version would be the most plausible way to actually, you know, get the game to run. Mm. So, yeah, but like I said, like the each generation is a smaller jump. So going forward, like Switch Two or whatever the hell they're going to make call it, that's probably going to be able to run PS4 or even PS5 games probably. M- not as well, of course, because it's underpowered because it's a handheld. But there you go. Uh, you guys read the more than before. Yeah. Yep. No, I read this one, and you didn't read. Yep. <clears throat> uh, what cross generational play influenced your decision to get a new console, or would you would you sacrifice those last gen titles just to play the newer exclusive uh, because you like the new things? Uh, honestly, I'd rather just get the new console if um, the current gen, previous gen, whatever you want to call it, um, is downgraded. Or just a play like ass, you know, something like that. Just get the new version, be done with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I if I had the console in my in my hands right now, yeah. I mean, if if the new console cannot be backwards compatible, or the game or the previous console can't be forward compatible, uh, like if we don't go with the um, God the minimum upgrade thing that Sony was doing, if we yeah, don't yeah. eventually hit that point, then I would rather the games still come out on the previous console, so long as there's an install base. And as and honestly, that'd be the best for the industry as well, because like I said, consoles are sold at a loss. So you're better off leveraging the larger install base of the previous generation until they can catch up. Uh, yeah, that depends, of course, if um, whenever the the new generation is able to have enough install base where they don't need the, well the dead weight. So like so like I need for the PS3 and um and the PS4 and like for a good while for maybe about two three years they had you know games coming out on the last generation but at a certain point people were moving on um with the better technology. At the same time though, like people still play the PlayStation Two. Yeah, people still play the PlayStation Two though, like, but there's <laughs> no way you would run Uncharted Four and PS2. Oh hell no! But like like I said, like games have games were coming out for the PlayStation Two. Up until like 2014. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. you... it also depends on the region as well. Because uh, yeah, like or... Brazil, of course, had like mm-hmm. every game come out on PS2, and in some places in Europe, they only had a few of the popular games. But yeah, but still, it was still happening. I would say to um, you know just to focus on this question, like um, not 
cross-generational play, although I wouldn't necessarily say that's out of the question depending on how much of a, like, leap in technology we're talking here. Um, but cross-generational buy, which is something we kind of saw in the previous gen, where, like, you would buy a game and uh, if you were planning on buying the next generation console, you would already have it in, like, your digital library. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was, like, Resident Evil remake and resident evil zero had that at one point and um a couple of other games i I can't think of off the top of my head but i know that those those two games in particular did have that i don't know much about that to be honest i i was about to say like i do appreciate those sort of consoles they have like a long lifespan a lot of people still develop like certain games for them during that time it's very you know amicable and respectable but i i do get the point where a developer if they want to increase tech and do new things they do have to move on eventually but it is it is nice when you do have like a long console life cycle even after the consoles are technically well the new consoles they're technically out and other people are buying them you know so I, I love it. Is is it ideal all the time? Not really. If you want to just you know make new shit, at the same time I do appreciate when there's stuff like that going on because I believe there is still games developed for older platforms like the PS2 and Japan, right? I I wouldn't be able to tell you, but I know the Dreamcast still gets games made. See, shit, yeah. shit like that is awesome, man. I mean, shit, there there's still an active developing scene for the freaking Commodore Amiga. Like, people don't even know what that is. That's so old. Uh, okay, I, I understand. Like, you know, there's still people developing stuff for consoles, though. But compared to like maybe what one or two developing games versus current install base, you don't see it's it all. Not really worth the investment. Yeah, yeah it's not worth. That's when no, that's mm. really indies versus no triple air quotes triple A companies. Yeah, like E. I mean, who who doesn't want to see ET rain down from the heavens with his dick and destroy all the humans, all the human invaders with his sperm, and say this is ET two, this is the sequel. It is beat him and eat him to the sequel. Oh, Jesus. Wait, wait, oh. wait, did you just, like, combine the fucking semen, like, projectiles from Death Stranding? No, it no, was literally no, a, game a game like game that. On, there's actually a game on Atari where you, you're you a guy oh. with his dick hanging over a roof and you just jizz oh. down on women. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't that, like, the porn games that, uh... Yeah, like, Atari had a lot of porn games. I don't know like why. Custer's Revenge. Custer's oh, Revenge. Like Indian cyber home game. It was basically like your your John Smith. You have to fuck the Indian Pocahontas at the end of the stick. You know she's there waiting, and you have to it's, do that. She's tied down to the stick, by the way. It's it, yeah. You play you play as General Custer after the Battle of Little Bighorn, and instead of getting murdered by the Indians, your men have tied them all to cactuses, and you just run around and fuck them while the other Indians try and rescue her. Rescue her. It's fucked. It's fucked. It's the stupidest premise ever, but they actually did sell that game. No, actually, I think they couldn't sell it, right? Because it was like... It was was sold. It was not sold at, like, places where, like, kids would be, but at, like, gaming, like, game shops or, like, you know, the early proto-game shops, they did sell them. I can't believe we got on Custer's Revenge. That's a first for this podcast, for sure. All right, so... Are are we good on number four? Yeah, I think think we're good. So let's move on to number right. five. Uh, I got this. All right. Um, how do you feel about when noble features are removed um, to compensate the cross-gen play? For example, 
yeah, a really good example. Um, for Black Ops 3, it only had the multiplayer version for the 360 and PS3 version uh, with no campaign. On top of that, they did have a voucher code for um, Black Ops 1, so for some reason. I would say that that's just the developers, I don't want to say being lazy, but that's them making excuses to try and convince people to buy the version that they actually wanted to work on. I disagree with that because time is money, and when you're trying to invest so much time into no cross generation though at some point when one vert once assault is not making much money as the other no things gotta go like things will end up being cut what is but but what is the money loss there like okay so if they've there's a money loss though because they gotta develop it for two versions you know that's a lot of time and energy and money wasted for but with the camp with the campaign the campaign is, I mean, okay, so I didn't play Black Ops 3, so I don't know how the campaign is, but if it's anything like Black Ops 1 and 2, it is incredibly scripted, and it's just a matter of porting the maps over. And if, they're, if they've already ported the engine, and they've ported just about everything else that's required for the multiplayer, then it would not be that hard, I would think, to pull over the scripts and the voice acting and all that. If the issue is disk space then you could make the the, the uh, campaign downloadable content, like a free downloadable content you can get, you know? If, if the issue is disk space, then just put it on the hard drive of the PS3. I think the only Again, issue... take up time and resources, though, so... Yeah, you know, and I just... think the only issue... It's going to take is... up about as... It's going to take... It's not going to take that much time. Like if they like I said, if they ported the engine and they ported, every, they ported everything that makes the multiplayer run, like call of duty campaigns are not are basically just long extended scripted multiplayer games like there's no you know what i mean yeah but i think the issue with that was the only issue i can think um, of is disk space i would argue because like it's only being used as an example but i would argue as far as like and kind of getting out the point that brandon was saying is like um while that may be the case they are still taking resources out of that and not focusing on the the current gen at that time or mm. what we would dub as currently the the next generation so um as far as like cutting out features are concerned i i mean i don't know like like on the one hand like i would understand if they wanted to to like cut certain things that just would not work for that platform or uh things that just like as far as like online stuff is like goes and and whatnot like i could understand why they would want to cut that for the previous gen and strictly focus on that stuff for the, the current um but then at the same time too like at that point i would say like why not just make a far far lesser budgeted like title like mm. as a spin-off title just to kind of bridge the gap for anybody who is not ready to jump over to the next gen but still wants something new from like whatever franchise it may be you know you know what i'll concede one point on this um not so not just on like the the black ops 3 thing just in general if mm. a previous gen version has to cut a massive feature like a campaign or anything like that it should not be sold at a full $60. Because I know Black Ops 3 was, and I know a lot of these other ones that work similarly were sold at full 60 So you're paying more for less. Like That I would agree with, yeah. Yeah, like when, when Halo 3 ODST came out, um, 
the I don't know if this was everywhere, but the local game store I I went to, they sold ODST with just the disc for ODST without the Halo multiplayer disc for half price. And they but simultaneously they also sold the Halo 3 multiplayer disc on its own for 20 bucks. So if you just wanted Halo 3 for the multiplayer, you could just buy that disc. Yeah, and the you know Yeah, and it's I don't know if that was common, if that was just that game shop doing what it do. But like that to me makes sense because you're cutting out a massive feature. I mean, and if you already have Halo Three, you don't need the multiplayer disc because you can just put in your Halo Three disc. Uh, what I was saying earlier was um, just really quickly is some multiplayer shit. You know, uh, I think then right, the... you got any insight on this? Y yeah, hold on. Oops, I was I was accidentally <laughs> muted again. All right, <laughs> so uh, I was gonna say like. I do agree with the point that it shouldn't be a full retail price if you're going to submit something for a last generation game and take something vital out as the single player. However, the problem is that um, I believe they couldn't do it as DLC because I swear, wasn't it an issue with the Xbox where they could not download large patches or something? Like, specifically yeah, the, the 360? The patch couldn't be higher down there, what, 512 um, megs or something like that? So imagine a, a campaign would it would be worth mm. a hell of a lot more than that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so I assume DLC would for that, and if they would have to like patch things or do things different, that probably might be out of the question. Yeah, unless you like sold it as like individual missions. Or if they did like yeah. Zone of the Enders, where it's like, fuck it, we're just gonna sell it like this, and uh, it will not be patched. Yeah, I don't know. Like this, like removing features from a game. If you have to remove a feature, then don't or sell it for a much lower price but no one does that that's what um that's, that's what's actually what was happening at a certain point though being that the game was getting too like too much trouble to port over to um the previous generation they just um canceled the game altogether um mkx was one example like they delayed the 360 and ps3 versions and they decided to cancel it because it was too difficult to yeah. port over you know all those resources that was yeah. made for um current gen and to previous gen, it was too much um, effort, too much work for um, for power of people that won't play it. Yeah, they, they it, you know, so. yeah that, that shouldn't be an issue for this gen and next gen, just because like looking at the specs, like or the sort of the proposed specs for the next generation, it's not too big of a jump from like the upgraded consoles, like the Pro and the XL or whatever the hell they're calling the Xbox, the Xbox One. Scarlet, I think it's. <laughs> I don't know. Oh my god. Yeah, like it's it's not too big of a jump. So like, it, honestly, it shouldn't be an issue for this generation. I think like it's just last generation. They tried, they smoked some peyote before they made the consoles. That is literally like the second time I heard that word peyote. Peyote. It's a cactus that gets you high. Yeah, that's some that's some education for you kids right there. Yeah, you can find it. You can find it in New Mexico, just growing on the side of the road sometimes. But we're gonna move we're on. Not, to... We're not endorsing it. <laughs> no, don't. 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 No, don't smoke it. If you say, well, sorry. maybe you can get high with like coyotes. I don't know. Nah, sorry, I'm from Florida. Sometimes dumb shit comes out of my mouth. You can get high with gators too. Oh hell yeah! <laughs> Fucking gators bogart the pipe though, so you know. Well, Are you gonna argue with the gator? Oh hell no! I'll get my ass eaten by that. Uh, I'll, I'll leave that job to the guy who gets like stung by bees on YouTube for our entertainment. What the fuck? I I forget his name, but James showed me that guy. It's like yeah, so that dude oh, purposely uh, stings himself. Brave, with the brave wilderness. Brave yeah, wilderness. The guy that like stings himself with like a bunch of different insects and shit. Dude, that snapping no turtle fucked him up seriously. 
<laughs> oh, I know he is. He definitely got more guts than I do. Cause now I ain't that stupid to purposely sting myself or get bitten by animals. Like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> that was one funny divergence. So uh, we're gonna move on to the next one, which is number six, right? Yeah, yeah, I'll read that one since I didn't read it. Well, I haven't read it in a bit, but good. Uh, how do you feel about the? Or no, I'm sorry. Uh, do you think there needs to be any improvements to cross-platform online with older? or newer platforms going forward. Um, I actually don't have much to say on this, so I'm going to pass out on that. Uh, Honestly, the only thing I could really say on this is um, just make the um, servers to, um, more stable because when it comes across gen and there you go. I'd I'd say parity is what they should aim for. Like um there was a there's a big issue where like so Halo 3 work and Halo Reach as well. They work between Xbox 1 and Xbox 360. And something I've heard from a friend of mine that plays on Xbox One with a lot of his friends who still have Xbox 360s is that the draw distance on in Halo Halo Reach, I think, what he said, is much lower on the 360. So they get sniped out of nowhere from enemies that they can't see but can see them. And that's a big issue. Like, you can't have shit like that going on. Like, whether it whether it's a matter of just, like, forcibly decrease the draw distance on a game when there's a 360 person in there, or, I don't know, release a patch or something for the 360 version to kind of, like, put in a better low-fidelity low, uh, low models for long-distance viewing. I don't know. Some, something needs to be done on that. But it's just an example, though. I have to read this question again because I totally forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. Okay, so uh, for this one in particular, I do think that, yeah, they should play ball a little bit more and think about the people that are uh, on differing platforms like Xbox. They want to play it safe with cross-gen, so PlayStation, they can do that. They got called out for that. At the same time, I do think that you have to keep things like parity into mind and what the PC players, you know, have as an advantage because... I cannot play caught with like mouse and keyboard and I have just a controller. I will get bodied. I will get killed immediately. So it's like have options to filter this stuff out in the future. If you don't want to play mm -hmm. with a specific person, that's all I'm saying. Just options. Yeah. I, I need them. I mean, I, I'd say that like, even for just cross gender, like between current generations, like how destiny two, you can load the game up on PC and then just go over to your PlayStation and play the exact same game with the exact same characters like just seamlessly like for stuff like that like i would like to see more things like that but i'd also like to be able to play with my playstation friends from my pc but i understand i have an advantage because i've got mouse and keyboard like i i think there does need to be a matter of when you're playing with someone from an older generation or a different platform altogether there should be filter options yeah and i, I also like, like how the new like, just, it's like it. oh i don't want to play against someone who's on a Xbox 360 that's, that's that's seven red rings in and fucking is shooting out fire out the back. I don't want to be playing with that guy. So I, I understand how like the new COD does it and I kind of like it where it's like, okay, uh, I would prefer the filter options where you could choose and pick, but I also like the fact that you could just plug in a controller and it will register you as a controller player on PC if you're in a COD lobby. Uh, so it, it doesn't seem like it's impossible. It doesn't seem like it's too hard. They just have to take this stuff into advisement. Yeah, like, like a lot of this cross-platform and cross-generational stuff is entirely possible, but a lot of companies just don't want to mess with it because it's they, they think it's more hassle than it needs to be. 
like how Rockstar refuses to make it so that you can have your uh, Red Dead Redemption 2 PS4 character on the PC version because, oh no, that's not possible. And then Bungie comes out and says, you can do that in Destiny 2. Like, mm-hmm. no no problem. I swear, didn't... Couldn't you do that on, like, GTA Five when the PC you version could, came out? You could out? do it one way a single time. You could you could transfer your character from your Xbox to your PC, and they could it, but then it would take your character off your Xbox. It's, oh. it's really dumb. I don't see why they... Like, it's... Your social club account is linked to both versions of the game, so it should not be that hard to even if... Your character's appearance is just ones and zeros. Just copy those ones and zeros, slap them on, and then just copy how much money and shark cards you have. Oh, I got a question, though. Um, is this a character save on Rockstar server side? Because that would make sense for them to be able to transfort that stuff to yes, different they are. Whatnot, so there's it, no really excuse if um that's the case, then, you know? I mean, Bungie, I would assume... Like I you would, said, though, Bungie can do it, right? Yeah. yeah, Bungie can do it, and they're an independent company now. If an indie company can do it, then why can't something backed by Take Two do it? Yeah. And, and I don't know about Red Dead characters, but GTA Five characters 100% are. Like, just because you can switch from... So if you go from just the Steam version and you download the version of GTA Five, like if you bought a brand new GTA Five off of the Rockstar storefront, whatever the hell they're calling it now, it will you will be able to log in and get your character. So your characters are saved on the on the social club at least the gta 5 characters are i don't know about the the, the red dead characters because i don't have two ps4s to test this on yeah i was gonna say um that would have been a good idea to be you know just better than nothing but since you have that catch where you can lose your character on a previous like console that's pretty bad yeah they, they should just make it so like if you if the game has an external account thing like Bungie does or Rockstar does or just about every single goddamn company nowadays, it, it should not be that bothersome to transfer your saves between platforms. Yeah, if, if, I had, if I had the option, I would always say be able to back it up because you never know what will happen to your new PC or you never know what will happen to your new Xbox. It could just explode one day. And then your phone, or, or or you could have a friend who buys Red Dead on PC because he doesn't have a PlayStation, and if you want to go play with him, and he's level four hundred, and it's like, oh, I'll put a level four hundred character on PS4. You load into the PC version, you're stuck at level one, riding a donkey with indigestion. I I heard that someone actually made such a blunder that they spilled Kool Aid into their PC, and I'm like, what Ooh. the fuck? Wow. <laughs> did, did they mix in like anything else with the Kool-Aid to make that any more worse than that? Mm, like probably Kool-Aid is just pure sugar, so like no, that PC's dead all like that piece is dead as it can be. Probably a little bit I of mean, oregano. You never know. They might throw in some like chicken grease or something in there. Whoa know, now like... we're we're like cooking with George <laughs> Foreman here. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Put it up, put like a few like a you know, like a half a pint of gasoline in my Kool-Aid, give it some kick. well i don't know them look they might have been having like a barbecue and started eating their fucking you know dinner and like accidentally spilled over their kool-aid considering how many crazy rigs i have seen like develop from people i would not be surprised if there's like a pc that looks like a fucking grill I water cool my graphics card with chicken fat. Mm, America. Uh, what was the, what was that shit? I think it was, um, and I know this is off topic, but uh, I think like Jay's two cents, where they tried to like liquid cool a PC with beer. How the fuck? Yeah, they did, they did, they did <laughs> that is the beer, orange juice, and some other liquids. 
Like beer is doesn't beer have like a really poor heat retaining? Yeah, or, they were testing it out just for funsies. Don't worry. Yeah, I know, but I'm just like trying to think like how could you how'd you come up with that idea? Like beer like it's at a point where like in Europe we drink beer at room temperature because keeping it cold is a pain in the ass. Like shit. Do we have anything else for this question or not? No, I don't think so. I think we can move on to the next one. So which one is that? Is that number uh, seven? I think it's seven. I'll, I'll read it. Do you have a favorite slew of games that were cross-generational that you enjoyed regardless of their downfalls? Uh, Persona 5. Oh, that's cross-gen. Uh... Yeah, I played that on PS3. That's actually... I honestly didn't notice that much of a difference, to be honest. I, um... The only games that I have that I can think of off the top of my head that were, like, cross-gen were uh, Warriors of Orochi 3 Ultimate and Evil Within. Because I bought, I actually, part part of the reason why I went to go buy a PS4 initially was that and, uh, and Evil Within. So it was like, there's the, um, Assassin's Creed 4. Uh, I played that on PS3. I, I don't hmm. remember. Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess, except I played it on Wii, which is, of course, the inferior version. Yeah, you mean the, um, the inverted version? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I played it on Wii, and then later on I played it on um, Wii U, which is the GameCube version. And despite the fact that it really does feel really poorly optimized for the Wii, it it's still really good. And even when I played the GameCube version like much, much later, it was still like, yeah, no, this still holds up. It's just a lot of the only thing that really screwed me up is when I would go into dungeons and I would turn left when I had to go right because muscle memory. Yeah, because <laughs> of the inversion. Oh, all they Don't had to do was flip Link's character models. All they had to do. I really love the Tony Hawk, you know, Pro Skater 3 they put out on PlayStation. Uh, they put, like, the other versions out as well for, like, PS2 and Xbox, I think. I don't know. I think Xbox had their own version of Tony Hawk called Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2X or something. But that was, like, a really good thing that they could do for, like, some old school fans. I also, let me take a look at my closet. I'm pretty sure there's more cross-gen games I have as well. Uh, but ah, you keep them with the skeletons. Yeah, they're they're in the and they're in the closet with the skeletons and the whores. So and your fragile heterosexuality. <laughs> okay, that just fucking killed me. Uh, but yeah, I, I do like when they either well not make the game way too different because I think a bad example would be like Spider-Man Two. I think the PC version is like an entirely different game. That's so wait bad. what? Yes, it's yes. like. You basically Spider-Man Two has like different versions between, um, let's say, handheld, PC, and the home consoles. Yeah, the one you know now is the one where you can uh, do all the crazy shit, web swing, have a good time. But the PC version is like the Superman sixty four of Spider Man. Essentially, it's so bad, oh, dude. What the hell? Uh, it's kind of the, like not not that, but like as far as uh, like other versions being made of a game uh, that happened to Call of Duty World at War. Yeah. If you buy the PS2 version, it's called it's dubbed as Final Front because it was supposed to be the last uh, PS2 Call of Duty ever made. Um, and it has a completely different campaign than the um, than the one that's on PS3 and 360. 
Yeah, one of the things that I really wanted to bring up about that, um, and I'm glad I brought it up too, is that I think Activision was doing that a lot during the time. Like, uh, the version of X-Men Origins Wolverine and the, like, current-gen versions and the previous-gen, that was way different at the time. Also, there go my dogs. Shut the fuck up. But, uh, yeah, it's I think the Uncaged version is, like, more gory, and then the PS2 version is, like, just tame but it's still a good game i imagine the main reason it's less gory is because it literally it can't process that much blood and probably so and probably the fact that they wanted to sell this on a marketable audience all the teenagers uh, i don't think i've really played that many cross-generational games honestly so most is most of what i play is pc so that doesn't exist yeah, like I said, uh, Activision was making a lot of them uh, during the time, so you might find like a couple of key uh, games that are different between current gen and last gen. But yeah, sorry for all the noise, people. We're on the last question anyway, so we're about yeah, to be like so. wrapped up. Uh, so I can read that one off. Do you think that PlayStation or Xbox is going to take advantage of all of their older libraries going forward with next-gen consoles like the PS5 and Scarlet? What would you like to see as a possibility? Uh, really quick, one thing I really want to see is these older servers or if they can manage them some way. I would like to see like PS2 games that people couldn't play online come back online somehow. I know it's a pipe dream, but Man, I want to see people play shit like SOCOM or even MAG if they want to try it and see how bad it is. The easiest way to do that would be not to have dedicated servers at all. It'd be to do peer-to-peer, -peer, which they could probably set up if they wanted to. Yeah. It'd suck. Like, if someone had bad internet, then, like, it'd fuck everyone up, but it'd be possible. Honestly, my my hope is that, they, is that the idea of incremental upgrades applies to these new things like i i would love to see just the ps5 and scarlet just be just bigger and beefier x bones and ps4s so that way the install base remains the same and they can keep leveraging that massive install base to just sell games like i don't think if a ps5 comes out and scarlet comes out i honestly think fewer people are going to buy it than the ps4 like just in general because People have already bought the PS4 at a maximum of three times. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yet the PS, yet the PS4, the PS4 Slim, and the PS4 Pro. I don't and think the, people are going to uh, want to buy. Slim and Pro come out around the same time. Now. I, I, yes, I, I know. What I'm saying is like there's three different versions of this console that came out fairly recently. If someone, if someone's not buying a console for themselves, like they're getting it as a gift from their parents or something if they're a kid, or even if they're buying it for themselves and they don't have a massive budget, a lot of people are going to look at that and go like, well, I just bought a PlayStation like two years ago. Like, why would I buy another one? It, it's not like with the 360 where it's like, oh yeah, no, the 360 came out like five years ago almost. Yeah, no, it's about time. Yeah, that makes total uh, sense. I would say like... What I and, and I know we kind of talked about this in other podcasts, but um, the backwards compatibility is something I feel as though like um, is going to be focused on more, especially on Sony's end, because mm. after the disaster that was uh, PlayStation Two to PlayStation Four, um, and also the stupidity from Jim Ryan's coming out of Jim Ryan's mouth, I think that they're going to look back at that and be like, "Yeah, we should." try to get into that market again um 
without without having it be exclusively a, a a digital platform. I will say one thing about Jim Ryan though; he was dropping some hot fire today. Oh. All right, are we so, down here on number I, I, I seven? I, I was gonna make a oh, joke okay, about. Okay. Uh, yeah, we're on eight. Yeah. Is that, I'm gonna say eight, sir. I was gonna make a joke uh, about Jim Ryan uh, dropping some hot fire because uh, he said that um, day one exclusives should not be on PS Now, which is basically a shot at Game Pass. Mm. I, that I actually agree with because why would you do that? That's like money loss. Yeah, that's yeah. money loss. That's how Gears Five just flopped because more people were like, you know what? Here's this big time game that came out. I'm gonna rent it for like a dollar and try it out. Oh, I don't like it that much. Well, I don't have to get Game Pass that month. That's what people do. You give <laughs> I mean, them. A- here's what I. There- here's what I'm gonna say though. Mm-hmm. Gears Five also isn't that good. Yeah, there is a thing when you give people way too many options. I think if they turn PS Now into a rental service, then people will be like, why am I even bothering with playing the original game when I could just rent it, try it, and it's over with? It's like Redbox, you know? Yeah. I mean, PS Now... I will say as a counterpoint to that, though, really quick, Mm -hmm. um, is that, like, I I was not a fan of them just making uh, PS Now just a streaming service. Oh, yeah, that sucked. Um... I would rather it be a download, and, and technically speaking, is a rental if you really think about it. Yeah. It just the only difference is, is that um, you're not renting the individual game; you're just renting the streaming service per se. I mean, honestly, PS Now, I don't see the point of it existing because PS Plus exists. So, if you think about it, so like PS. PS Now, you have your your game streaming and all that, but if you have PS Plus, then you can get you get two free you get two free games every month, and you get if you download them, you get to keep them for or if you don't even download, just add them to your library. You don't even have to download them; they're there forever. Like I've got uh, Last of Us Remastered, Borderlands, The Handsome Collection, Sonic Mania, friggin' uh, a bunch of different games that I otherwise would never have got that I've just got for free that. Even if I but never play them, they're there if I There's want. a difference between the two, though. For PS Now, you have a library of a 1,000 games versus PS Plus, you get two games every month. So you have a instant library, which you could download, by the way. PS2 and PS4 games, you can download well, certain PS2 games, of course. Mm. You can download to your PS4. And so long as you keep up that, um, that subscription fee, they're there. Whereas PS Plus, you need PS Plus to keep those on free games. Unlike on the Xbox side, once you um, if you have don't have gold and you download free games from previous months or whatever, you can play them forever. Hmm. Okay, I guess that's a fair, fair, fair uh, thing. Cause I, I haven't really looked too far into PS now, so that's that's fair. Yeah, that's fair enough. But uh, okay, what are we doing? Um, what question are we on? Uh, we're on, uh, we're on eight. Question. Did somebody write it off right? Because I had yeah, 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 we've already yeah. Okay, sorry. I, I had to step out for a second. So I, I, I'm lost. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm in. I'm an episode behind. I'm sorry. Oh shit. It, it's cool. Uh, you wanna just look at it real quick and give your thoughts? Uh, okay. Honestly, I just hope that um, PS5 and Scarlet just have backwards compatibility for the PS4 and slash Xbox One library. I, I'd be okay with that because at least I can play my games on a better on um, platform, stronger hardware, mm. and I play the new ones. Uh, I'd be happy. I'd be happy with that. Same I'm shit just... with, like, say, with the PS2. You play PS1 and PS2 games on one platform. There you go. 
I'm still keeping my fingers crossed for forward compatibility. Jesus Christ, like, two years is not enough time to to give people time to cool down enough to buy a freaking new Xbox or PlayStation. Holy shit. I don't know, this generation kind of said otherwise, considering how much the PS4 sold. I'm saying, like, like P- Xbox 360 to PS4, sorry, Xbox 360 to Xbox One, there's like, well, like a five-year gap between the 360 and the One? Uh, like, it's about a decade, actually, I think. Oh, yeah, a, dec- yeah, a decade. So, like, people, when, people, when the Xbox One comes out, people are like, oh, yeah, no, that's time. That's time to, to upgrade. But it's like the PS4 Pro, like, sold a shit ton, and that came out, like, two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but now at the same time, though, the PS4, from where window is out right now, sold more than the PS3. And mm-hmm. the PS3 has been on market longer. Mm-hmm. Just I- about looking at time frame. I, I do think yeah. that the launcher the launch is probably not going to be the greatest. I mean, you can surprise me if you want, uh, but I always wait because you never know when a launch console is going to have that failure that's going to have those problems. I'm like, I'll let people test it first and see what I think later. And once they iron out all the problems with like more re-releases, then I'll be like, okay, now I want to pick this up if they have the games I want. Yeah. That happened with um, like, like the Switch, for example. It reminds me of that because, good God, there's a lot of problems with the Switch when when it came out. Oh yeah, and the first version of the Switch only has like well, like a 2.5 to 6 hour battery life, and then version two of the Switch has like a 12 hour battery life. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't affect me all that much because my Switch barely ever leaves the dock. But oh boy, someone who, if someone if I was if I was a handheld person, I'd be pissed. Yep, dead pixels, broken. Like I, I saw people fucking with the Joy Cons, and they were hard to like shove in, and they were broken. Just all these problems, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that, I'm gonna that Joy Con thing actually turns out is just people being retarded. Really now? Yeah, it basically, it's it's people not realizing the the uh, the grooves on the inside of the Joy Con. They actually tell you how best to put them in. And so basically, if it if the Joy-Con gets stuck or feels sticky, it means the groove's not in right. So you first have to pull it out, put it back in, and it slides in easy. If people are if people force it though, it snaps the groove off and breaks it. Hmm. Now I'm really not yeah, surprised people... because people are limbing, So, but as I said, I want to see stuff like you know what they do with Parsec on PC, where it's like peer to peer, but you can play like local co-op games. It doesn't even have to be like always network getting like ps2 to run or ps3 it could just be like local co-op i would totally just play that to death but i think it's time to sign out on this podcast a good discussion um we're gonna outro everyone here so mr brando can you do the honors with the outro sir uh yeah i'll start with first you can find me on twitter at immortal brando uh, you can find my Tinder at 90 Damn Business. <laughs> Tinder. Swipe right. And you can find my porn my question at my um what the fuck? My porn account at um this. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah, but there's jokes aside though, the Twitter is at Mortar Bendel. That's it. Uh Dome, you go next. Um yeah, so I am sleepy as fuck, but basically you can find me. Pretty much as anything as biodevil underscore dom on both YouTube, Twitter, on very rare occasions Twitch. Um, still working on some content. I should have a Neo 2 video coming very, very soon. And um, yeah, there's also Thank reviews you. coming, but they're on delay. But yeah. 
Thank All you, right. Monotone Dom. Uh, Renegade, can you go ahead and go? Uh, yeah, you can find me on YouTube at Renegade Operative. You can find me on Twitch at Renegade underscore Operative. Twitter at Ren Operative underscore. Uh, okay, so I'm working on this experimental thing. I kind of want more new people to be involved with like these miniature podcasts that we do like once a month. Uh, so I thought this was a little decent you know a little good uh rough around the edges because i felt like i had a lot of background noise but i will work on that in the future if i'm hosting uh i want more new people involved so we're going to be talking about game demos and how we feel about them from now until then you know back in the past uh so that will be happening sometime next month i'm also working on an re4 review as you can see by the terrible gameplay i've been playing it a lot capturing gameplay so i'm gonna have that up hopefully next weekend Alright, and last but not least, um, Nazi Chan. Yeah, okay, so you can just call me Nazi, that's fine. Mm. The, the Chan's a joke. Um, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, well, uh, you can, well, my name is Nazvex, or Nas, and you can find me at youtube.com slash C slash Nazvex, that's N O Z Z I V I X. Uh, I do um, commentary stuff and reviews on anime and also some Let's Plays. Uh, right now, I'm working on uh, a Fire Emblem Three Houses Let's Play, and I'm going to be working on a uh, the Star Wars The Fallen Order Let's Play when that comes out. And I'm also over on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash nozichan, N-O-Z-Z-I-C-H-A-N, because Nozovix is, well, sniped. Thanks, friend. <laughs> <laughs> Don't uh -oh. you hate that when someone takes your name? Yeah, uh, but yeah, like uh, my channel is pretty, pretty good. Um, I'm trying to get my Let's Play stuff going, and I uh, hope maybe some be on some more of these podcasts. Maybe if you don't hate me yet, <laughs> I, I think we're always invitational. Those things we can work on, but yeah, I do think that this came out great. I, I honestly ran out of topics to create for this fucking podcast. I was like brainstorming, what am I gonna say about cross-gen gaming? But bruh, I think we pulled it off. Bruh, you have me, and you didn't ask me to make you some fucking questions. I'm I, always down to make some fucking Dom, questions. Dom, you know you make <laughs> long questions sometimes, so it's just yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I can make you some questions. I will. I will keep that in mind for the future if you're on next podcast. Right. I swear. Thank you. I, we, we actually had I, we were here for like when like earlier we were talking about like Western versus Eastern game design and like autors versus committee. Yeah, but I, I think we did that one before if I'm not too much. Did you do that? Damn it. I was gonna say like I kinda I was kinda getting into that one. I was like ooh. It was a long time ago, but maybe like we could do something like that off the record again. Mm -hmm. I, I totally don't mind revisiting stuff. Yeah. But we're going to sign out, people, so thanks for the people who join in either Twitch, YouTube land, or Mixer. This is Renegade Operative and IES signing out. We will see you guys Bye. next time. Later. Meh. Shut up, Brendan. <laughs>